Yeah, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Mr. Z and Fifth. I'm your host, Zacchaeus. And my, and my another host out there, Fifth General. Yeah. Yo, Fifth General, how you doing today? Good, man. Let's let's get into it. Um, interesting week. Uh weekend, last weekend, whatever. Um on a on a sad note, but also on a good note, memorialize Kobe Bryant. And GG, and also uh, peace and blessings and respects to the families who um, also lost their families in the uh, helicopter crash with Kobe and Gianna yeah. and um, Tyson Fury Wilder Part Two. That was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about. You wanted to talk about um, uh, the memorial. For Kobe and Gigi, man. Uh, yeah, I was able to catch it. I knew it was coming on the twenty fourth, but I was able to catch it on YouTube. So I caught a lot. I caught Michael Jordan's speech on yeah, Kobe. Right. You know, and it was something, man. I mean, it was very emotional, a very touching speech, because yeah, he just he just looked at Kobe as a as a younger brother. He brought him up as a younger brother. Yeah. And how he mentioned about Kobe, um, was able to reach text him and reach him and ask him questions at two o'clock in the morning and mm-hmm. three o'clock in the morning he just called him and asked him questions about basketball and then he and then, then Kobe mentioned his daughter to him and 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 then after that um they were just he would just embrace Kobe as a little brother, you know? Yeah. That he a little brother that he never had. And uh, I really admire Michael Jordan for that man because he he, he reached out to Kobe and, and he you know he was able to we we didn't we never seen that side of Michael like that, you know. No. You know the sensitive side and the um, the sensitive side, meaning that he was able to. We didn't. I didn't know that him and Kobe was close like that. I didn't know, mm-hmm. but now as you can see it, they're really close. And then um, as it as the service went on, I seen um Vanessa. His wife speak on it, you know. So it, it was so it was so warm. It's so so touching, man. Because I mean, um, you see her saying that well, her her and Kobe will not be able to grow old together. She won't she won't be able to walk Gigi down the aisle when if Gigi gets married. She 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 and Kobe won't be able to grow old together. That was so touching, man. Yes, sir. For real, I mean, you, you. I mean, you see some of the the celebs that were sitting in the audience. Even they were feeling it too, because I I see um, Shaq was 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 feeling it, and then um, LeBron James, and then they showed um, Jennifer Lopez and and A Rod. It was oh man, it was just a it was such a touching memorial. It, it really was, man. I, I've um. I I seen I got to see Shaq spoke spoke some a few warm words and then um what's the what's the guy name um the guy that went up there and he spoke on behalf of Kobe saying that um that Kobe was able to text him over um about his son and he texted him every night about his son asking how his son is doing when his son was sick these things these are the things that people remember you by you know. The, how you touch people, how you reach out to people, how you made a difference, you know, fifth. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I was, I was able to, um, caught like different parts of it, catch like little parts of it, although it was still busy, but I was able, I wanted to check it out and to see it. Yeah. 
I'm glad they did in the staple. It was all the way in LA in the, in the staple center. So I'm glad they was able to. Was it in the staple to, center or the forum? I heard the staple center. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I was really happy that they was able to do that, you know, right. to, to remember him. Yeah. Yeah, man. Did, so did you get a, you know, was it, was you able to get a little bit of it? Or, I was um, able to see a part of it uh, where um, my, uh, oh, what's her name? She, she played for, um, she played for the WNBA. She played for one of the Phoenix teams, or at least she once did. Oh, oh she did. Um, yeah. One of the uh, women from that WNBA. Uh, also, one particular woman, I guess, got up there and she spoke and she talked about how, you know, she had text Kobe and didn't get a response from Kobe, and she just wished she can get a response. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, ain't gonna be that no more. You know, she talked about the last text message she sent him. So you know yeah, that that's that's that, that's just pretty sad, man. Yeah, then Beyonce did a number of there, man. She sung, she sung the song that her and Vanessa, that Kobe and Vanessa liked, that liked, but all she sung the song called Halo. Yeah, which I think is a classic. It's gonna be that's gonna be a that's a that song is gonna be a classic song for Beyonce. Halo. Yeah. Some song, some music, some songs are timeless, and that I think that's one of the songs for her that's timeless. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And then they got um, Alicia Keys with a number, classical number. She whenever she played a classical number up there. What she played? Yeah. What she played? Yeah, man, and um, no, what she play? Zacchaeus, what she play? Because I don't know what did Alicia Keys play. She played, she played something from like a Beethoven, like a classical piece mm. from Beethoven. It was no words to this to the um piece. It was just classical music, no classical music without the words. That's what she did. She played this a classical piano. She she's a pianist, so she played a classical piece. Good. You know, and, and and it was dedicated to Kobe, to Kobe and GG. You know, and it's, it's good. You don't always oh, see. Man, you don't, you don't always. You don't always get a chance to see that side of. Um, okay, you always you always know. Okay, yeah, you, you always know that mm-hmm. Alicia is a pianist. Yeah, but you don't always get to see her play renditions of classical music. You don't always get that chance. So I, I think that was probably unique in its sense, you know, to get that from her. Because, you know, without the singing, she's still an instrument player. Yeah. And that, that I think that's very uh, touching and selfless of her to, to perform something that's not hers. Just for, yeah. just for a tribute to them. Yeah, but, which is very, very, very selfless. 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 Yeah. Right. Um... Jordan had a joke, though. I mean, you know, which was pretty cool. He was like, you know, now there's going to be memes of me crying. You know, Kobe would always send me memes, uh, the crying meme at, you know, at his, uh, the popular one that Jordan's known for, his Hall of Fame speech, where he's crying and they always got the memes of him. So he was like, yeah, now I'm going to, he said, now that I'm crying, I'm going to be in some new Jordan memes now, you know. So he was able yeah. to make a little joke right there. I thought that was pretty nice and positive. So shout yeah, out. I cannot believe. Yeah. Um, like um, is it Charles Barkley? 
What happened? What do you do, man? Man, please, this this man sat down and said that he'll be always known for for being a rapist. I'm like, yo, he need to. <sighs> Wait, hold on, hold on. Okay, we got to be careful about that. He said this when? This is weeks ago. You talk. You talking about when he said he'll be known for that? For that case. That, that that accusal. Or known yes. for being convicted because he was never convicted. Yeah. Okay. All right. We just got to make sure we make that clear because we don't want no problems. I can't believe it, man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Excuse me. I didn't, I didn't mean to say rapist, but I mean, uh, I, I think that's what he that's what he said. I think few people have been uttering out that wanna they wanna um mess up his legacy and mash up his legacy and I, and. That's not right. God don't like ugly, you know. So sure don't. Well, God don't like ugly. Well, you know, it, it, in response to the Kobe we're talking about, you know, Snoop Dogg. I wasn't even gonna bring this up, but I am now. Snoop Dogg was on uh, Jada Pickett's Red Table Talk, and Jada yeah. and Jada reached like reached like no other. I mean, she reached like Mister Fantastic from Fantastic Four. She said that being that Snoop had his dispute with um with Gail, she said that she felt offended and that it was like taking away her freedom to speak and taking away her mother's and her daughter's. So she sympathized and empathized with um Gail. But mm. I wondered but I wondered if she sympathized and empathized with Vanessa Bryant. Yeah, I went there. Mm-hmm. Did you cry for him? No. So then exactly. my so, so then my thing is this. We have to be very careful of trying to put our name and stuff that our name is not in. I knew exactly what Snoop was doing when he was talking to Gail King. He was trying to hold her, just her and Oprah accountable for down talking black folks in the media not just kobe not just kobe the kobe thing was the straw that broke the camel's back because kobe can't respond see you can see r R kelly's still alive he can still defend himself so is bill cosby for now but you're going at somebody who died but then you got harvey weinstein up there so my whole thing is jada don't 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 now leave that open and then have gail on the show on Red Table Talk and hold her accountable for what she said if you're going to hold Snoop accountable for what he said to Gail. Right. You know, you felt that he went too far. Okay, I'll give you that if you felt that he went too far, but do you think he was wrong? He had to say something, man. We're not going to have uh, people out here down-talking this, especially people who look just like us. Enough is enough right. because a lot of times we've been giving people who look like us passes and let them go off easy because they say something about us. No, we're, we're going right. to have the same energy that we have with you, uh, the same energy we have with those who don't look like us who say racist stuff, okay? We're going to have that exactly. same energy. We're holding everybody accountable, not just uh, uh, people who are uh, not just suspected white supremacists and blatant white supremacists, okay? And those who co-op with white supremacy who are not white, you know, well, actually, the point that I'm saying is 
Okay, well, yeah, because those who look like us who speak on the behalf of white supremacy are co-opted. So, yeah, we're going to hold everybody accountable. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. She, basi- right. she basically took what he said out of context and did that. I don't like that. Zacchaeus, mm-hmm. what, what do you think about that, man? What? Okay, Gail King was, she claimed to be remorseful. You know, and okay. Okay, but I still say, and I still say this, I still say that you can control what you say. The media give you the platform, but you can, but you have the power. Once that mic is in your hand, you have the power to to speak. You have the power to speak. Mm-hmm. Now, now, Snoop Dogg was... You know, he was sorry for what he said. He didn't—he he didn't mean those things. But out of frustration and anger, he expressed himself in a way. Even Bootsy, hip hop artist from LA, expressed himself from um, no, from Louisiana. Yeah, you talking Bootsy. about Lil, Lil Boozy? Lee Boozy, yeah, yeah he expressed yeah. himself in a way. You know, he—they're angry because you know what it is? We're getting tired of our now our owners beating us up yeah. in the media. Yeah, and. And like what Boosie, like what Boosie said, mm-hmm. stop trying to get rich off of beating us up. Yeah. Verbally assassin, trying to assassinate us, or verbally trying to destroy our legacy, and trying to get rich off of that. Mm-hmm. Now, Louis, Minister, Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said that that you descend to please your white counterparts. Be careful of pleasing the white counterparts. Be careful of that. Mm-hmm. Be careful. Because those are the same ones can turn around against you. Mm-hmm. Be careful of pleasing the white counterparts. Mm-hmm. White supremacy, I would say. To be more specific. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To be more to be more specific. Mm-hmm. You know? So be careful. Just so you can please and appease them. So be careful of how you uh, be careful of how you. Well, then I I just want use our name exactly, and I want Jada to acknowledge the uncomfortability and how vulnerable Lisa Leslie might have felt in that interview with the questions that she asked. I just mm. hope that Jada could also sympathize and empathize with her. Here's the problem: we as men are always told that. We're accused of always being biased, but we're always confronted and told that we shouldn't be biased. Mm. So what good does it do if a woman does it? Hmm. I'm all for women being for themselves and women empowerment and 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 um and and civil rights. I'm for that. But I'm also for women holding each other accountable. See, there's not enough of that going on. No. That's not popular. You know, there's there's always there's always a voice of a man. Well, at least the men that I respect that 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 we hold each other accountable. But the voice for women hold each holding each other accountable is a very small voice. Mm. And that is disrespectful to women. Mm. So, you know, that's all I want to say. I hope she empathize and I won't say sympathize, but I hope she empathized with Lisa Leslie because Lisa Leslie was, I mean, you know, she was uncomfortable in that interview, man. You know, you know, she's sitting there uh, mourning her friend, mourning her friend. 
and trying to yes. defend her friend. Yes. And then Gil's on some on some on some bull crap, man. <laughs> yeah. And then trying to belittle her answer by saying, "Well, you know, you probably can't even answer that right because you down with him." Okay, well then, Gil, you can't say anything about Harvey Weinstein because of your emotional attachment, and that's why you refuse to say anything. So you wouldn't like it if we yeah. said that to you. But we all know that's the truth. Uh, until yeah, until uh, until I see otherwise. Exactly. I have to assume that's why uh, Gail and Oprah haven't said anything. And if that's the case, Gail and Oprah should shut the heck up forever. Forever. All right. If you're not gonna uh uh if you're not gonna uh be true to the game and and hold those and, and hold your close ones accountable the same energy that you have for everybody else, then shut the heck up forever. <laughs> All right. Exactly. <laughs> Let's get into this fight. Let's get yeah. into uh uh to Wild and Fury. Um mm-hmm. this is the first time I've talked about boxing on this show. I'm actually gonna be very excited to do that because um you know every now and then we get to talk about sports on uh the round circle, even though we talk about music most of the time, yeah. but I also grew up watching boxing as a, as a, as a young kid. Oh and yeah. I've studied boxing for years. I may not be, um, a connoisseur in the sense that I could talk about it like an analyst, but I can give my review of somebody who grew up watching Mike Tyson in his prime. Uh, oh, yeah. Evander Holyfield in his prime. Uh, watching uh, Bernard Hopkins, Roy Jones Jr., uh, young Mayweather to to, uh, to the old Mayweather, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Zab Judah, um, you know, um, the list goes, you know, Lennox come Lewis. Come on, come on, yeah, the, come on, yeah. The, the, the list, <laughs> well, you, well, not, yeah, right, right, right. Macho Camacho, now I ain't really get a chance to get see Macho Camacho like that. But, you know, watching the modern day uh, cats today and some of the guys that I watched when I was in my uh, my my young single age. You know what I'm saying? But I grew up. I grew up the watching. single digits. <laughs> go, go ahead, Zach. Sugar Ray. Yeah. I grew up watching Sugar Ray and, and Roberto Duran. That's what I grew up watching. I grew up right. watching. I was a little kid. Yeah. When I see when I seen um marvelous Marvin Hagler fight and. Yeah, and Thomas Hearns fight, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that, I mean, that was a classic fight. I saw a highlight. Yeah, I saw that footage I, you know, obviously later, but yeah, then I grew up in the Mike Tyson era too. You yeah, know? yeah, you was able to Tyson. see Young Mike, Iron Mike, Iron Mike. Yeah, yeah. I grew up around that time too. So you know, and though, and I think not, and this is my this is my take. I think the was this, the Muhammad Ali was before my time. Yeah. But I but I seen a lot of footage. That was before that was before our time, but we seen a lot of footage on. Well, you was able to see old Foreman because Foreman still boxed. He did, yeah. Um, so old you Foreman you was and, able um, to see the old, but and then me and Larry you, Holmes. right? And then I was able to see when I was a young kid. I was able to see Reddick Bow. I was able to see yeah. him. I was young, but I was able to see him. I was able to see uh, the, the the popular famous classic fight between uh, Evander and Tyson. You know what I'm saying? Holyfield and Tyson. Oh yeah, remember that? So, 97. Yes. So I was able to see I was able to see yeah. both of those fights because they fought twice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and then yeah. Tyson and cool. Lennox and you know, and then just Roy Jones Jr. when he was coming up and 
Yeah, and then the Mayweather's. Mayweather, Mayweather's era. You know, I got to see yeah. Mayweather's era, Zab Judah's time. But anyway, let me get mm-hmm. to the point. So Wilder, we're talking about somebody who just got his first loss after 40-something fights, okay? Yeah. Um, he, fought Tyson, he fought Tyson Fury the first time. It ended in a, um, ended in a draw. Um, so Tyson, so Fury, so Wilder was able to retain his belt. Um, mm-hmm. this fight. Hmm. Okay, he didn't look the same. For those who saw the first fight and saw this one, he just didn't look the same. His energy was not even there when the when the match started. His body language was not good. Yeah, before yeah. the fight, uh, when he was in the dressing room. And once he got in the ring, it just he just didn't have that same poise and energy that he had in the first fight. That man wanted it right. in the first fight, but in this one, his balance was off. It just he looked out of it. His footwork was just stiff. Um, his punches were slow, and this was before he caught uh, uh, any contact. Yo, man, Zacchaeus, man, what was your take on that start? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you feel like? You know, do you feel like it was pressure? Do you think, okay, other than it just being physical, because we saw it happen physically in that fight, and we'll get to more of that. Do you think it was also something emotionally and mentally going on with him in that fight? Oh, okay, well, this is the, the, I seen the other two, two. And, and I said to myself, this is, when, I, when, when he first came out, the first round, when he first came out to face Fury, yeah, I said, wait a minute, this guy usually has, he has zolted energy. He usually come out swinging and and and, and trying to. He, he usually comes out like swinging hard. Cause remember he's a he's a he's a knockout kind of guy. You right. know, he's usually the aggressor. He's more of a knockout kind of a fighter. He's not like a. I feel like a technical fighter. He's right. More of a knockout fighter. He's more of a one. You right. Know? He's looking for that big hit fighter. Yes, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. He, he's more of a he's more of a, a technical knock. He's not a technical fighter. He's more of a knockout. Fighter, like you right. know, he wants to just knock you out and just get it over with. Right. Mm-hmm. He didn't have that. Nope. Something was on his mind. Something was on. I think something was on his mind because if you look at his face, he was he was not there. It's like Deontay Wilder was not there that day. Mm-hmm. He was not there. He was backing up. I'm like, why is he running? Yeah. As you can see, as um Fury stepped to him, he was backing up. Mm-hmm. He was backing up. And I know, and I said, I know that um, Deontay had the power to to take it to to Fury, and he does, he has it. Cause Fury, be be honest, be honest. Yeah. Fury is, is <laughs> he's an okay fighter, but he's not heavyweight material compared to what we have seen before him. Exactly. 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 I, I, he's I, this not. Is what I believe. I I I, I, be, I believe Anthony Joshua. Hold on. I'm just going to put it out there. But hey, anyway. Hey say, say, <laughs> hey, say that again because the audio cut off. Uh, cut off. What did you say about Anthony Joshua? Anthony, Anthony Joshua could take it to him. To, to Tyson? Yeah. Yeah, he can. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if he gets gets his energy up and, you know, gets... Even 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 the dude that even Ruiz, I think... Yeah, I think... Yes, I think Ruiz could take I, it to... I think Ruiz I think could Ruiz, take it to Tyson, I, too. Yes. Yeah, so... I, to me, Deontay, he, he, in a way, he was his mind was not there. 
his mind was not there. I'm, I'm telling you, man. It, 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 it reminds me. When I see this fight, when I look at the heavyweight belt, when I see this fight, this fight reminds me when Tyson lost to Reddy Bow. Tyson's mind was not there. Yeah. Same thing with this one. Yeah. Deontay Wilder could have could have taken Tyson Tyson Fury, but his mind wasn't there. As you can see, he's backing up. He every time every time when Fury steps closer to him, he's backing up. I'm like, why is he running? Why does he look like he's why does he look like he's stepping away? Well, why you know that he's there was a couple of times people missed this though. There were a couple of times where Tyson was stepping on Wilder's foot. So some of those fall downs were trips and then yes, there's knockdowns. There's legit knockdowns. I'm not gonna say there isn't. Um yeah. but you know, before we get to that, you know, Tyson uh sorry, Wilder said Wilder gained weight for this fight. So did Tyson, but Wilder gained weight that he's usually not used to. And for those for those who are familiar with boxing and weight, weight really matters as far as your mobility and your power. If you if the if the weight that you're putting on is too much for your mobility, then you your punches and your movement will become slower. Also, it takes mm. more endurance and energy and oxygen for you to move yeah. around weight that you're not used to. And I think mm. I think people can relate to that because if 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 anybody out there was once overweight and then they mm. lost a whole bunch of weight and the same thing they used to do to get them huffing and puffing don't anymore, that's because you don't have that same weight anymore. That's why. Right. So this is why boxers have to be very careful on late weightlifting and, and the type of exercises that they do that put on too much bulk because it can slow their punches down. You know, I, I, I think that's what happened to um, Anthony Joshua. Was too much bulk. With him. That's what happened to him. And yes, that's what happened to him in the first fight with Ruiz. Facts. Yeah, too much, too much bulk. Right. You know, and I'm like, wow, you're not a body. You're not body. You're boxing. You're not a bodybuilder. Well, exactly. <laughs> well, well, he was doing that against a fighter who has quick hands. Yeah. And and what did he do uh, in the rematch? He lost weight. He lost about twenty pounds. Yeah, you you significantly he cut weight, so you saw his significant weight drop off from the second fight. Uh, yeah. Wilder Wilder was a little slimmer in the first fight. This is why yes. he was able to be as mobile as he was in the first one. In the second one, he just looked more sluggish. There was yeah. just a lot going on. Like he was, he, yeah, it looked like he was out of it already. As soon as he stepped in the ring, I said, "This brother's out of it, man. He's just." He just ain't got it. And the first round, the second round, I'm like, wait a minute. He's not picking up. He yep. he was consistent with his sluggishness. Mm -hmm. Also, um, and you know Zacchaeus, conditioning, because you ran track. You yes, know, I, did, yes. I, I I played football uh very young yeah. age and played basketball very young age mm -hmm. in junior high school. Not high yeah. school, but I know that conditioning is, is important in a sport like this. You have to have your endurance. And you know you're tired when you start breathing out of your mouth. You can't even breathe out your nose no more. Now you saw that oh, in that fight with yes. Wilder, right? You saw that he was breathing. <laughs> he was, in the second round. It looked like he was breathing out of his mouth. He kept on hugging. He kept on hugging, dude. Yeah. Well, he you know what? They they were both hugging each other. But I will say this. Yeah. Fury is more of a like Fury knows how to box. As where's mm -hmm. tight as where's Wilder knows how to uh 
brawl. So it's yes. a little different. It's like he fights. He knows how to fight somebody, but, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't know how to. He's not the technical boxer or the uh, the scientist in the ring that Mayweather is. Right, right. So some would say, well, maybe his training needs to pick up. Maybe he needs better trainers. Well, he's had the same right. guy he's had when he first started in Alabama. So I don't right. know. Maybe he needs to get with Money Team, work out with uh, yeah. with, with Floyd's uncle, uh, right. uh, Floyd Mayweather Sr. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, Floyd's retired. So, I mean, Floyd could always teach him, but I don't know. I don't know. But, I, you know, I, I, I can't say yeah. I can't say what he should do and what he needs. I mean, he can go to the same person who trained De La Hoya. You know what I'm saying? Somebody. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, now I don't want to say that I I don't want to say that his trainer's garbage. That's not what I'm saying. But if he feels that he needs to get some new techniques and lessons, then by all means, his trainer should be doing the best that he can to help him. If that's the relationship that they have, because as a trainer, understand that you can learn something too, not just the fighter. But Mm -hmm. Zacchaeus, you ever notice something about Wilder's defense? He doesn't have the defense that he should. And I think that's because he's had so many knockouts. When you've won so much, and I'm sure you're going to speak to this. When you've won so much and you've never lost, you think you have it all, right? Hmm. It could play out that way, right, Zach Hughes? Yeah, yeah. When, you know, it just goes back to like... Well, be- because all legends have, well, maybe not all, but your greatest fighters have at least one loss, except for Floyd. But your greatest fighters have at least one loss. That yeah. loss makes them a better fighter. It happened with Ali. It happened with Tyson. It happened with uh, anybody that we could think of. Yeah, Sugar Ray. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. Shane Mosley. Um, you know, De La Hoya, Bernard Hopkins. You know, they have, yeah. you know, Roy, Roy Jones. Jones. I have yeah. Roy Jones, too. You know, these were people, uh, 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 Antonio Tarver. These are people who are great boxers, but they didn't, you know, but a loss taught them something. Yeah, well, a loss always, the, the loss always teaches you a lesson. It teaches you to, okay, what I need to improve on. Yes. What do I need to improve on? What I get in the ring again, because you could, because it happened with Canelo. Remember, uh, Floyd took him to school. A young Canelo mm. took him to mm. school, and Canelo's mm. and Canelo is one of the top fighters in, in 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 the sport of boxing right now. Yeah, see, you know Canelo Alvarez. Mm-hmm. So you know, listen. But I know you saw that. Now, do yeah. you do you think now let's 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 get to this because now we have to go through the rounds. So, spitting up blood in the second round, man, got his lip busted, right? Saw that. Oh man, yeah, he got. It, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Nah, it was just weird to see, um, Fury lick his neck. Oh God! On the because when he when he <laughs> that cut was up, towards when, the when he end. cut up with um when he cut up with. 
But the um Jesus. Deontay. Mm-hmm. He just licked his neck. Like he was taste he wanted to taste blood. And I yeah. was like, yo, that is weird. Well, man. you know, he said he wanted blood, and most of that blood that was on Tyson was Wilder's blood from bleeding out of his mouth. Yeah, and, it was coming from his ear. No, and his no, ear, I, right. I don't know that. Now we got a drum could pop. Let's get to that punch, because that's what I wanted to get to. That was in the third round, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That punch to the ear was weird because Wilder swung, and I don't know what the heck he was swinging at, and his body went to the left. That left it open. Sorry. He went to the right. That left his that left himself open for Wilder, I mean, for, for Fury to punch him in the ear. And when he punched him in the ear, he busted his ear. Um, they were trying to figure out if the bleeding was external or internal. Whatever it was, his equilibrium was off from that end. He was done. Yeah, he was done. Yeah, yeah, he was done. He was finished. He, and and, and yeah, Zach yeah, here, as he you was. know, this, a similar thing happened to Anthony Joshua in the Ruiz fight, the first one, when Ruiz punched Anthony Joshua in his temple and ringed him. That was weird. You know... Every time I look back at that, fight, I would never think a brother like Aji Joshua would lose a fight like that. You know, yeah. it's just yeah, it just it just looks like like night and day. The dude was the dude because I guess he was so bulky and so muscular. Mm-hmm. Everybody said, "Oh yeah, Ruiz, you're going down. You're done." Yeah, because because the way the way how Anthony Joshua looks, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You ain't got a chance. You can't do anything. He couldn't do anything, Anthony Joshua, when his equilibrium was off, and and while and Wilder couldn't do anything either. No matter what you do, if you can't, if you don't have your legs and you don't have your vision, you can't fight. That's it. You've lost it. You're done. You're not. You're not gonna. Yeah, the body shot that, that uh, Ali that said. Tight. Ali said your hands can't. The hands can't hit what the eyes can't see. Exactly. Uh, me, me and Ty- Tyson Fury did that body shot and knocked them on the canvas. Yeah, man. yeah. You know, knocked Deontay on the canvas, man. I, well, see, that's I the thing. And, and Wilder yeah. got up. What ended the fight was Wilder's camp throwing in the towel. Mm. We have to remember that that's how this fight. He would have lost the fight anyway on the judges table because he was losing every round on the scorecard. And Wilder is not a scorecard fighter. He's not. He's not. Floyd Floyd became that after Floyd was a was a knockout artist in the beginning, but he kept breaking his hands. Okay? Specifically his right hand. That's why he trained himself to be southpaw so he could be an epidextrous fighter if I'm saying that word right. So oh. um yeah, that's how right. Then Floyd became when Floyd got into his prime, he became a score card fighter. That's why his defense got so much better. Because when he fought Shane Mosley, that's probably the hardest he's ever been hit, Floyd. And that taught Floyd to never be hit. To never be hit. You know what I'm saying? You can't get mad at a boxer who's never been hit. No, you can't get You know what I'm saying? If if you you have to acknowledge that that's a skill, and that's what I feel is lacking in the heavyweight division. We need technical fighters. Yes, we need uh, knockout artists because heavyweight fights are about the knockouts. That is mm-hmm. a fact. It's always been about that. But mm-hmm. I believe Wilder could be, and I really hope he can come back from this fight. I really do. I think he needs a year off. 
I need him to take a year off the way he lost. And I'm concerned for his health. He needs to take a year off. He needs to get, he needs to get work on some box, get his mind together. He needs to, uh, um, uh, uh, develop some better boxing techniques. I believe he still has that potential. He could be a great fighter from this point on. He can, it's possible. What about, his, what about his legs? You think his legs need more, more like, more like, um, yeah. You mean like he needs he, more lower body strength in his legs? Yeah, he does. Okay. I, look at, I said, he got the legs of a NBA player. <laughs> I, be- <laughs> I believe he does. And that's what's la- okay. That's what's lacking about him. And I'll tell you one thing Tyson had. Tyson had big legs. That's why his that's why his uppercuts and his hooks were so, so powerful, powerful because powerful. because Tyson was Mike Tyson was taught by a very well uh, a, a student of the boxing game. He had a great coach, a great coach. Okay. That man taught Tyson, not only to swing with his hands, but to swing with his body. That's why Mike Tyson was so powerful. He was able to, mm. and then Mike Tyson was gifted because he was able to have that weight and that strength and be fast. That's hard mm-hmm. to do. Okay. But also, from a physical standpoint, and Holyfield had Holyfield was built just like this too. Holyfield mm-hmm. had big legs. Mike Tyson had big legs. Lennox Lewis, big legs. Yeah. So yeah. I think Wilder needs to work on not only just his physical uh um strengths and also some of those weaknesses, strength and those. Um, but I think he also needs to there's just some techniques. I still support the brother, man. I do. I know he's probably feeling like Yo, I'm the butt of everybody's jokes, and everybody's turning on me. Not me. I ain't turning on you, but I knew from nah, day we're one. Not turning on him. Nah, look, I knew, no, I knew, I knew, I knew from day one that there were some things that he lacks, and I just wanted him to get better on that. And I believe as soon as he does, he's going to be unstoppable. Oh yeah, and he might come back. He'd be a powerful comeback. Right, he can go back to dominating the heavyweight division. You know, and. You know the heavyweight division is not what it used to be. Um, I mean, sorry, but it's not. You know, um, that's this. This is why Tyson Fury is able to have his name so so uh, far in the game like this because the heavyweight division is, for the most part, the heavyweight division is trash. <laughs> no, you know what it is. You know what it is. Yeah, it's all about per- it's character and personality because. I'm gonna be honest with you. There's people walking around that don't, don't know who Deontay Wilder is. Yeah. Now I've met, I, I've met a lot of females, a lot of a lot of male. Yo, listen, a lot of uh, you see, like um, Tyson, Muhammad Ali have character that made you want to watch boxing, even if you even if you're not into boxing, they made you watch it. Word. Even if you. Like, 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 you know, like, um, Mayweather, he made you watch boxing even when you was not into boxing. Mm-hmm. People that's not even into boxing know who Floyd Mayweather is. You know, you're not, people don't even watch boxing know who he is. But what happened was, um, the heavyweight, the heavyweight, it, 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 the heavyweight division is not the same. There's no excitement about it no more. No. Because, because I, I, I believe, this is what I, be, I believe that, um, that the, um, 
the what kind of fight in that um street fight they call it TMA what's the fight in the call it the um the um and I don't watch the fight I don't watch the fights the um street fighting you know like the um MAA fighting the um the kickboxing fighting yeah, you know the kind of took kind of took over because people got into that a little bit. And I think with the heavyweight belt, people people got into the more the other divisions because of Floyd Mayweather got into the welterweight division. They got into the featherweight welterweight division because of Floyd Mayweather. You know, they got into different divisions. Hey, well, you have some that got out of his division to avoid him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it, it's 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 like you know, and, and when you look at the, when you look at the heavyweight belt today, it's not it's no excitement towards it. Uh, except for this yeah. fight, and that's the thing. This fight was more exciting, and the, you know, because it was a rematch. Exactly, this rematch has has had excitement, and it's and now and people got to know, yeah, Deontay Wilder's name, right? Because of this, because of this fight. Well, you know, I just hate the fight went this way. The fight was the fight overall was not a good fight because it just looked it looked one sided. Um, the you know, Tyson didn't even put on the best performance, in my opinion. He beat him, but he didn't. But Tyson Fury didn't put on his best performance. If this was his best, then I'm then I'm disgusted. But well, it was not. It was, to me, it was not impressive. It wasn't impressive. It was just one of those fights that just went wrong, and then you were just watching it. You wanted it to end. You were like, "Yo, end this fight, man!" Because this is just not. It's not looking good. The first one was good. The first fight they had was a better fight to watch. This one, nah, <sighs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. Ooh. And then, and then when Fury wins, the utmost disrespect because Fury's from, uh, from whatever the heck he from, you know, London, whatever. England, uh, England, yeah, you, Manchester, England, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he and he gonna sing "Bye Bye Miss American Pie" when he won it, when he won. Now oh, he said that he he sung it at the end. Not wow. only did he sing the first verse, but he sung the second verse too, and then wow. ha- and then had the whole crowd singing. Now, how do you come from where you? How do you come from London to here and sing that song? I'll tell you why. Because he was a white man beating a black champion. So the whole America first thing went out the door. There were no Trump fans in that arena rooting for Deontay Wilder. No. And no. I knew that I'm not surprised that they stung, uh, uh, stayed around and sung that song with him. Uh, not because the song's a good song and a popular song, but because um, they're glad to see another white champion again. Not American. It's not. See, when when when. When it's about black and white, it's not about American anymore. It's about being white. Mm. You get what I just said? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's why that happened. So, mm-hmm. so for all those that th- for so for all you um, coons out there that think it's it, that when they say America first that they're talking about you too, um, that got proven uh, wrong with how they treated Wilder when he showed up as soon as he uh walked out the tunnel 
He was getting booed like nobody's business. Getting booed. And he had a tribute to Black History Month because he had Malcolm X, uh, Rosa Parks. Um, uh, uh, I know you saw that. Rosa Parks. Um, yeah. His song was about black empowerment. You know, he had a brother out there performing a record, a brother I ain't never even seen before. You know, that song was about black empowerment. So, you know, you know that he was, you knew he was going to get booed just based off of that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to give him love and respect for at least acknowledging that by dedicating his match to uh, those before him who fought the way and fought the path for him to be here. You know, and all of us, me and you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, to to get as far as we can, even though we still got to fight in this country, but at least paved the way and sacrifice and blood was shed. He was able to pay tribute to that. I have to respect that. You can't name another boxer who did that. Can you? No, no. Exactly. So that's why I'm still rocking with Wilder because of this. You would never in yeah. your in your life in a million years see Floyd Mayweather uh, come out there um, uh, giving tributes uh, to black folks who, who whose blood was shed for him. You will never see that. Sure, I wonder if he, I wonder if he contributed anything to the black community and to the to the. You know, I I'm, I will have to look that up to see what if he did that. You know. Oh, you want to know if Floyd has ever uh, gave any money to any black causes? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't have any receipts on that. Um, I would hope yeah, so. I, I mean, don't know. there's plenty. Of, I hope he did that. I mean, he he lives in Vegas. He's from. He's Floyd's from. I think originally he was born in. Oh God, I don't know where he was born. I don't want to say the wrong thing. But there's plenty of black folks in Vegas and, and causes that he could donate for black folks specifically in Vegas. He ain't got to go too far. I don't know if he's done that. So I can't give him any any good or bad with that. But I'm just making a point that um, a fighter of his caliber has never paid homage in the way Dante Wilder has. And Wilder doesn't even have Floyd's money. That's no. why that's why I'm saying I respect Wilder because Wilder could lose it all just like that by standing for that. Hey, remember he had the popular the popular interview when he said he's fighting people. Our people been fighting for over four hundred years and we still fight oh, to yes. this to this day. And still fight to this day. They conscious. He's woke. Yeah. He's definitely a woke brother, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. He's conscious. So we so we rock with him. Yeah, we you rock know, with him. Sure. We rock with him because yeah, he's always yeah. he, he's he's always going to uh, defend yeah. the plight of our people. That's why I rock yeah. with him, and that and that deserves a lot of respect, you know. Right. So yeah, but what I exactly. said, but what I said definitely has its points about how I think the reason why we we've been knowing this uh, since the days of Jack Johnson. Anytime you fought. Oh yeah! Come on yeah, now, yeah. It, it it was boxing was always always had racist elements when a black boxer fights a white boxer. That's where the racism comes in. Oh yes, because oh yes, pay, remember pay, what happened? Playing paying black fighters to fight each other is one thing, but when it's a black fight and a white fight, I mean, hey, we saw that during the Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather fight, didn't oh, we? Yeah. Oh yeah, and not only that too. I'm gonna dig into history a little bit before I, before we leave. I'm gonna dig into history. Please do. Joe Lewis and Max Mellon. Yeah. 
classic. Joe Lewis and wait, this is way, 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 way. This is my, this is my, my grandparents, like maybe my grandparents' time. Mm-hmm. Joe Lewis and Max, but actually, my grandparents were born around that time. Joe Lewis and Max Smelling. Yeah. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. When Joe Lewis knocked out Max Smelling, yeah, the supremacy up raw, like, yeah. like you were, even in America, they yeah. were mad about that. Yeah. <laughs> a black man defeated a German mm-hmm. and Hitler was so pissed. Mm-hmm. Hitler was pissed and the white the white supremacy folks over the the clan, the, the white folks over here was some of the some of the white folks over here was uproar and the so you know, because they wanted the great white hope. So but um yeah, my conclusion, man. Uh, we I applaud Deontay Wilder, man, and um, brother, keep your head up, man. We be rooting for you, you know. Yeah, we rocking with yeah. you because no one else is, and and we know what it's like. <laughs> so, you know, we rocking with you. We know we know what's gonna happen. We know people are gonna do this. We we know we know how we get treated in the media. So we're not gonna be that media that's gonna beat up on you. We're not going to do that. And we're not going to beat up on Tyson Fury either. I have no issue with Tyson Fury winning. The best man won that night. He did. So I want to say shout outs to him for winning the fight. Now I want to see him. I want to see him fight. Uh, He'll probably fight a no name next. But I definitely want to see a part three. There's a rematch clause in uh, Wilder's... um, contract he has to activate it within the next 30 days or something like that uh, wow. to issue a rematch that could happen uh some time from now so I, yeah. he, he deserves that just like fury got his rematch so you know we're gonna get yeah. we, we can get a part three and um i would like to see uh tyson fury fight andu andy uh ruiz first um, mm-hmm. If he beats Ruiz, then I want to see him fight Anthony Joshua. And after his Anthony Joshua fight, I want to see him fight uh, Wilder uh, um, again. And I yeah. also want to see Wilder and Anthony Joshua fight. That's what we all want to see. That's the fight we really want to see. see. I want to see that. Yeah. That's what we really want to see. Well, because we think that. Well, well, because we think that they can kind of they have styles that can mix it up in the ring better. And styles make fights. That's the uh, the the saying in boxing. Yeah. So I we really want to, the, the I would say, I would say the grand marquee matchup I want to see is Joshua and Wilder. Joshua need to stop ducking. Maybe Joshua won't duck him now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. But I definitely want to see. Uh, I would like to see Tyson fight Ruiz. I want to see Ruiz fight again. I want I want to see him uh, fight a, a formidable opponent. Um, and mm-hmm. I definitely want to see Anthony Joshua. And oh, Wilder, yeah. and I wouldn't mind seeing Joshua and and um, uh, Tyson Fury. They'll probably fight in London because they're both that way. So that would that would work out. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Um, we're gonna close the show. Um, hey, where can they reach you, Zach Hughes? You can reach me on Facebook, Wayne Zacchaeus Backus on Facebook, also on Twitter, Wayne Backus two on Twitter. At Wayne Backus to on Twitter. Also, also, you can reach me on Instagram, Zacchaeus B73. Yeah. Blessed, y'all. All right. 
y'all can reach me at the fifth general on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All right. We'll see y'all next time. This was another episode of Mrs. Z and fifth saying peace and God bless. Peace. Peace.